0: What's up, everybody? Paul Hickey here. Welcome to the Sports Card Strategy Show, the place where we have never recommended that you ever submit your PSA or SGC or BGS submissions through any kind of grading service. We've always recommended that you do it yourself. And if you follow Mark's Cards and Card Collector 2 Saga, that's happening right now that has unfolded this past week in the hobby, you will know why. But we're not here to talk about that. We talk about far more interesting things than all of the negative scammy stuff in the hobby. We talk about how you can play your prospect to buy the right cards and then flip them for more money. So let's get into the Sports Card Strategy Show. Today we're going to talk about NBA plays down the stretch. Some out-of-hand pricing on NBA Hoops rookie autos. We're going to highlight our sports card investment report, talk about why you need it and how to get into it, and who's coming next in our top 50. We're also going to talk about why base is not dead. I was highly skeptical of the whole base is dead thing, and I'm going to prove to you why base is not dead today on the show of course, we'll get into our audience Q&A and Star Stock Buys of the Week. But first, let's thank our sponsor of the show, MarketMoversApp.com by SportsCard Investor. Use the promo code NOOFFSEASON, all lowercase, to save 20% on Market Movers, the best place to track the data for your collection. Learn who to buy low and when to sell them high. MarketMoversApp.com, promo code No Offseason. save 20%. All right, let's get into today's show. <laughs> All right, so you may have noticed a dip in NBA card prices in December around the Christmas holiday and New Year's, but you're starting to see card prices rise just a little bit in the ultra-modern card world, and what I want to do right now is walk you through my top NBA buys down the stretch, meaning, let's define that, let's define, what do I mean by top NBA buys down the stretch. I mean, in the window that we're in right now, which is basically January, February, 2022, all the way through the championship series in June, June, July, whose cards will rise the most between now and then? And I'm going to stick to a few different top 10 NBA players and let's analyze their cards because sometimes the best investments are right under our noses. And so I've written about quite a few of these guys in the sports card investment report at nooffseason.comslash slash invest, but I'm going to break down for you right now who I am excited about as I did my research for the investment report. Here are a few things that I noticed. So The first guy we're going to talk about is Giannis Antetokounmpo. He happens to be my favorite player. And I was avoiding buying Giannis for a while because of the huge spike after he won the championship. I didn't want to buy in. But what I did notice is that there are both some low-end and high-end cards right now that are worth investing in for Giannis. And so the low-end card right now, I think the play that can be made is his 2013 Hoops Base PSA 10 is up 28%. Uh, So there's a huge market for it. And as the Bucks continue to win games and make another championship run, Giannis is is definitely going to see a rise in card prices during that run. There will be pockets where it'll dip, but there will be more pockets where it will rise. And you should be able to time that, based on where the Bucks are in the season and how they are playing and what the results of their most recent games are. But if you look at the SGC 10 of the exact same card, you see that it hasn't sold as often, but it has dipped in its most recent comp, according to market movers, where you can go and save 20% using the promo code No NOOFFSEASON, is actually $333. So basically, this is the same card, right? An SGC 10 and a PSA 10 are basically the same card. They just happen to be graded by different grading companies, and one has a higher resale market value than the other. So a PSA 10's current price is $550, while a SGC 10's current price is $333. If you are able to do some research and find yourself an SGC 10 for under $350, I can basically promise you that the value of that card is going to increase significantly between February 2022 and July 2022, and I think there's a play to be made on the low-end Giannis market. Now, on the high-end Giannis market, I think there's some plays to be made as well. You can find his gem mint rookie autos in most cases for between $1,000 and $2,000. Now, This one in particular is a BGS slabbed and you can see it has his old auto on it. Now he's since kind of changed his signature. Uh, This is a sticker auto, but it's his old auto, which I think will play a role in in long-term resale value. And um, you can see right here, you can make an offer. So and you can see this one's listed pretty high. I think if you made an offer for uh, say 1250 instead of 1750, you could probably cop this one from this seller. The Panini Crusade Apprentice Auto with the RC logo on it. It is a uh, basically a true gem mint because what you have is you have the average of 4.95 grades coming together. Centering, edges, corners, and surface are going to average out to the true gem mint 9.5. And then uh, a Beckett 10 auto. So I really like cards like this for Giannis as well on the high-end market. Now, another guy, as I was doing my research and updating the sports card investment report, AD. AD is a guy who, as of this recording, is injured. He's out. Uh, He's likely to come back before the playoffs, but there is some uncertainty behind his injury status. So. This actually, his cards were down, and they're going to go down even further because of the injury. He's going to be forgotten about. It's going to be LeBron's team. Everyone's going to be looking towards LeBron's cards. But let's not forget AD is going to be the key. If the Lakers are to win a championship this year, AD is going to be the key because he is going to be the guy that is going to have to take on a guy like Giannis in the finals. Uh, He's going to have to be a guy that takes on a guy like Jokic. And... um, you know other big men out west so i think that um 80s cards are definitely worth looking at buying right now uh, on the low end you've got his most transacted card most frequently transacted card and i think sometimes that's important to look at when you're looking at guys that go back to 2012 for rookies as they've got a lot of different rookies some of them are not as familiar to the more modern uh, investor and flipper. So I think it's it's important to try to pick a familiar one. And even though Hoops is not a premium brand, it is is a familiar looking card. And it is a draft day card, um, considered a pro uniform, even though he's not technically in a uniform, but he's got his New Orleans Hornets gear on. And this card is down. So it is down uh, 11% over the last 30 days. And you can see in the recent sales, it's even down... Uh, from a sale just a few days ago, 135 Then there's a sale two days after that for 75 on the same card. So there's a lot of room to buy this card for under $100 and then immediately see it go up to around $200. So I really, really like the AD 2012 Hoops uh, Base PSA 10. And then on the higher end of the spectrum, uh, the same card but an auto, a gem mint BGS nine five ten auto. Uh, you can make an offer. It's a uh, or you can buy it. Uh, you can bin it, buy it now for eight hundred dollars, or you can make an offer. Maybe make an offer for like I don't know seven nineteen. You know six ninety nine. See if you can make an offer and get into negotiations with sellers for cards like this, where you actually get the graded version. Um, so there's some AD. Another one I really like is his. Prism rookie, 2012 Prism Rookie Auto. Uh, this is a PSA nine. So you're gonna pay more, obviously. But these are affordable, attainable cards that should go up in value as A D returns from injury, especially if the Lakers continue to stay in the playoff hunt without him. I think he is definitely an investable guy. And even if it doesn't work out this year, here's the other thing I like about Giannis and A D and, and the guys that are in this list. Even if it doesn't work out this year, you're talking about a top 10 NBA player when he's healthy. Top 10. AD Giannis. Now the next guy, top 10 when healthy, Kawhi Leonard. Now with Paul George being injured, there's um, some doubt as to whether or not Kawhi will even come back this year. But the good news is he's probably going to be healthy enough to come back. And if Paul George does come back, we could see a return from Kawhi for the Clippers to make a run at the the playoffs. And, 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 You know, Western Conference finals and even a run at the NBA finals. So, we all know that uh, the Clippers actually beat uh, the Jazz last year in the playoffs without Kawhi. And so, uh, you got to figure that his cards are worth looking at because as he gets healthy, whether or not Paul George comes back and whether or not Kawhi comes back this year, his cards are pretty much at what looks to be an all-time low, or at least a floor within the last couple of years as the market has exploded. So I want to point out, I want to sift through a lot of stuff here with Kawhi because Kawhi has kind of two rookie years. Um, and the reason why, I believe, is because you had licenses switch hands from... Probably tops to Panini, and there was kind of a year gap. There appears to be a year gap where there's like a true rookie card for Kawhi with a pro uniform. So if if you check out the sports card investment report at nooffseason.com, there's a kind of a full write up on that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of cut through and say this this one I found this 2012 Innovation Rookie View is what it's called. It's obviously a Panini card and it's a true rookie. It has the rookie card logo, which I think is, you know, that's something that everyone's looking for, right? Um, Especially new people coming into the hobby and more modern collectors. They're gonna wanna see that rookie card logo. Now this is one of the only ones that I've seen with a designation for Kawhi. It might even be the only one with a rookie card designation logo on it. Now, uh, the most recent sales were back in November, around $105 average sale in a PSA 9. If you can find this and buy it in a PSA 10, my guess is that the price is going to be around $350, maybe $300. I think this card would be a great buy. You also have his Hoops Rookie. And the Hoops Rookie is probably one of his more recognizable cards. I would avoid... Any of the cards uh, for Kawhi in a Raptors or Clippers uniform, they're obviously non-rookies, and they're just not as investable. I don't really care about parallels. I know some people do. I think those are just riskier and harder to sell. If you're going to PC Kawhi and you like those cards, great. But I just don't see them as investments. But when you get to his 2012 Panini base or his 2012 Hoops base, which I'm about to pull up here in a second, you can see that this is one of the more frequently transacted Kawhi cards. And uh, like just this week, recording this podcast in the last week, it's sold a few times. And so for under $75, you can get it in PSA 10. And like I talked about with Anthony Davis just a few minutes ago, I know Hoops is not the most premium brand, but this is a true rookie in a Spurs uniform. And I think it could be a great investment as Kawhi – comes back and resurrects the back end of his career uh, post ACL tear. So the ACL is obviously a tricky injury, but it's um, very possible that he can come back to full strength this season. If he does, you're going to see instant return on investment. If he doesn't, you're definitely going to see return on investment next season as Kawhi is a top 10 NBA player. Let's not forget it when healthy. Okay, now the last guy I want to take a look at is Ben Simmons. We haven't talked at all about Ben Simmons on this show. Uh, Ben Simmons has been covered on a lot of other shows that don't have anything to do with sports cards. So that's kind of why I haven't talked about Ben Simmons on this show. But I did want to just quickly make the point that the NBA trade deadline is looming. And we should see a lot of Ben Simmons news coming. And so before we start to see that news, I think it might be worth looking at his cards. And you have his most recognizable flagship rookie, the 2016 Prism Base PSA 10, is pretty affordable. Uh, you should be able to get it for around uh, 130 dollars or less, which is a 25 percent dip from uh, December. December to December, 25 percent dip in one week. Sold for 170 on December 22nd. Sold a week later for 127.50. So I I would look into Ben Simmons cards. I think now is the time. I won't spend too much more time in this segment on Ben Simmons, but you do have a select premier level silver selling for uh, a little bit more than the Prism in PSA 10 right now. You do have the Optic. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the design of the Optic, but it's by far his least expensive investable rookie. So on the low end of the Ben Simmons market, if you wanted to get in and just dip your toe in the water, take a flyer on Ben Simmons, uh, you know, for $50 right now, you could have a PSA 10 Ben Simmons Optic rookie. And I could see that card easily doubling should he be traded and start showing up in the box score. All right, so... Graphs and charts brought to you by marketmoversapp.com. You can go there and you can save 20% using the promo code NOOFFSEASON, all lowercase. And then, of course, the write-ups, the research coming from the sports card investment report at nooffseason.com. Highly recommend that you check that out at nooffseason.com slash invest. And if you actually want to refer people and make money, go to nooffseason.com slash affiliates and sign up and you will hear from me. Uh, right away on basically making sure that you can refer people to the investment report and you can make 30% of the revenue that you refer to the investment report. All right, I like to do a segment called Up Next, who I'm looking at adding to the Sports Card Investment Report coming up here soon in the next week or so. And I've accelerated this and put DeAndre Hunter already in at number 51, and I tweeted out a link on my Twitter, at no offseason card. and uh, if you find that tweet, you can actually click in and, and read the report on DeAndre Hunter. And the reason why I put Hunter in is because he's just coming back from an injury, and he's already starting to light things up for the Atlanta Hawks, and the Hawks are starting to play better. They've also traded Cam Reddish, and so now that they've traded Cam Reddish, it's basically cleared the way for Hunter to, to be the guy that gets most of the minutes at the wing position. So he's an amazing scorer and defender. He's six foot eight. He was the fourth overall pick in the 2019 draft, and his cards in PSA 10 are dirt ass cheap right now. You can see prism based PSA 10, $20. Prism based photo variation PSA 10, $40. Prism green, $35. Prism fast break, $47. Prism uh, Optic Hyper Pink, $20 for a PSA 10. Optic Hollow PSA 10, $48. Select Concourse PSA 10, $11. Prism Red, White, and Blue PSA 10, $32. Optic Base PSA 10, $20. Donruss Base PSA 10, $10. Here's another one. The Prism Silver PSA 10, Silver PSA 10, Prism is only $100. Select concourse, silver, PSA 10, $55. And then you've got a bunch of different rookie patch autos, rookie autos of Hunter available on eBay for between 150 and $300. I think I'm I'm usually not a huge fan of guys where it would take uh, buying in bulk because I think buying in bulk can actually be really risky. You end up buying a bunch of guys in bulk and then... You end up buying a bunch of guys' cards in bulk, and then if that guy does not pan out, now you're stuck with not just one card, but, like, dozens of his cards, and you can't move them. And you paid as much as you would have paid for maybe one big card. So I think um, getting stuck with, like, dozens of a guy's card would suck. But DeAndre Hunter would be the guy to do this with right now. Uh, He fits the profile. Top five pick, team that can make a run, Team is invested in him. Finally got healthy. Dirt ass cheap cards. I would go all in on DeAndre Hunter right now. And so I have accelerated him into this segment on the Sports Card Strategy Show because he just got to number 51 on the Sports Card Investment Report with a big write-up on him there. And I would go after his PSA 10s in bulk right now. I think you're going to be able to move them as the Hawks make a run towards the NBA playoffs. And Hunter becomes a guy that you start to hear more and more about from all the pundits in the NBA. So this segment, mainly about my play, my recommended play on DeAndre Hunter. I've got my money where my mouth is on him. I've got a couple of his RPAs that I bought earlier this year at around $75, and I'm hoping that they explode, obviously. Uh, So... Um, if you want to get the data behind what I'm talking about, go to marketmoversapp.com, use the promo code, no off and save 20%. Another guy that I just want to throw out there, who's going to make his way into the top 50 soon is Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler, um, is, you know, a 2012 rookie. So he's got kind of a weird prism situation without a rookie card distinction but his Prism PSA 10 is pretty affordable. Uh, It's under $300. And this is a guy that is probably going to help his team make a run towards the NBA Finals, and he is the main guy. He is the superstar. So a Jimmy Butler 2012 prism base PSA 10 rookie for under $250. Uh, And then he's got uh, the PSA 10 uh, hoops base for it's going for fifty-five dollars, and um, but it's fluctuating between fifty-five and ninety dollars. There's some room there, right? There's some definite room. And before we get into our next guy, I want to make a point about Hunter and Butler specifically. You might be saying, how can their PSA tens be going for so cheap? Well, you got to remember, um, their cards were submitted far ahead of PSA's price increase and then subsequent shutdown due to the backlog. So for Hunter, being a 2019 rookie, um, you gotta figure a lot of people at like the $10 a card level, submitted Hunter cards back in 2019 when they had the opportunity, which was two full years before the backlog. So there's a lot of Hunter cards that have been sitting around where people can afford to sell them for $20 or even $15, because they're actually still making a little bit of money off their initial $10 on a bulk submission. So I think that uh, actually a play would be looking for guys, PSA 10s, like Hunter and like Butler, who fall in the, pre, in the, in the 2019 or before category, who aren't necessarily your big names that you hear all the time. Um, but you can get a, a deal on their... PSA 10s, because there wasn't necessarily a premium on submitting to PSA back then. All right, now for the opposite end of that spectrum, a guy who has a ridiculous pop count because there were so many submitted to PSA, and uh, we've seen him rise and fall and then rise again in the hobby, is Tyler Hero. So Butler's teammate in Miami. I think, despite the raging pop counts of Tyler Hero... He is very investable. And the reason why he's very investable is because of his on-court performance. You can get his prism Base PSA 10 still for dirt cheap. What's interesting is um, yesterday, the day before I'm recording this show, five of his Prism-based PSA 10s sold. Um, he might be the most transacted player right now. Uh, I don't have that data to prove that, but uh, just the eyeball test on all the cards that I look at, Tyler Hero might be the most transacted player right now. So, uh, just yesterday, you had five sales of his card. $45, $42, $47, $74, and $37. Obviously, $74 is the outlier, but you can get his card for as low as $37 right now, his Prism Base PSA 10. I would highly look into, hey, can I dip my toe into the Tyler Hero water, not expecting anything huge, but definitely could be a 20, 30, 40, even 50% bump because he is freaking good. He's averaging 20 points off the bench for the Miami Heat this year. He's going to win Sixth man of the year, which is going to count for something in the hobby, maybe not much, but the thing that's going to count for even more in the hobby is how well the Miami Heat will likely play in May and June this year. And that's where Tyler Hero can make you some money if you invest in him now. So, these three guys, DeAndre Hunter, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, are three of the guys who will be moving their way up into the top 50 in the Sports Card Investment Report. To check out more, go to offseasoncom slash invest. All right, I said in the first show of 2022 that 2022 is going to be the year of... Player prospecting, among other things. Now, what did I mean by this? In 2022, if you can predict which player is about to start playing better than they are currently, you can make money off their cards. And nobody proves this better than Ja Morant. Because Ja Morant has come back from injury, lit up the league, and look at the increase in his card prices over the last 30 days since he has been performing out of his mind. His prism based PSA 10, 2019 prism based PSA 10, up 42%. His 2019 optic based PSA 10, up almost 70%. Even the mosaic based PSA 10, up 40%. Even obscure ones like Illusions base are up 75%. Luminance, Chronicles Luminance, the dunk, up 43%. Uh, even the NBA debut, which is considered like a really low end. Ja Morant rookie is up 75%. You've got the select concourse up 53%. I mean, Ja Morant from a player index standpoint has exploded and his prism base PSA 10 proves that base is not dead. It proves that player prospecting in certain aspects, in most aspects, is going to be more important than the fear of simply buying a base card because during the same time period that Jamarant's Prism-based PSA 10 has gone up in value by 40%, it has also gone up in pop count by 1,000. There are now 1,000 more Jamarant PSA 10s than there were 30 days ago, according to PSA. So this card has a ridiculous pop count of 21,000. There are 21,000 2019 Prism Base PSA 10 John Morant cards, and it still has gone up in value based on his play on the court. So I'm not as concerned about pop count as many other people in the hobby. I believe wholeheartedly, and I believe the data also proves that, if you can play your prospect correctly, you can make money off of any sports card. (laughs) All right, I just want to make an important point about how the sports card market works and how the hype around new releases can affect the card prices. Um, Let's look at NBA Hoops 2021-22 release that just came out in uh, January. I am big into player prospecting, and I'm huge in this particular NBA rookie class. I think guys that were drafted throughout the first round are going to be outstanding long-term players, and I really, really want their cards. And so uh, looking at guys like Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, um, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, those are the obvious ones, but I'm even interested in guys like Bones Highland in Denver. I'm interested in guys like Cameron Thomas in Brooklyn. I'm interested in guys... Uh, that are maybe more sleepers. Jonathan Kaminga and Golden State. The list goes on and on. I love Josh Giddey. Um, so I really wanted to jump into the NBA hoops release and see can I get a bargain and then potentially flip it later. And the answer is hell no. There are no bargains. And the reason why is because the sports card market is super strong at putting money at the newest possible release. Everyone gets really, really excited about the newest release, and that's where the money goes. But this presents an opportunity for people that are smart, people that watch and listen to this show we are gonna learn this quite a bit, and I'm gonna give you an example. So um, these cards just came out this month, the month of this recording. I'm recording this on Friday, January 21st, 2022. And what I've done here on my screen, and I'm gonna read it to those of you that are listening and not not watching on YouTube, I've filtered the eBay sold listings. So these are listings that have already sold and been paid for. I've filtered it by sold uh, for, for bringing up uh, a lot of the different 2021-22 Panini NBA hoops rookies. So Bones Highland uh, sold for yesterday for $154 um, for a rookie. These are rookie autos. Joshua Primo, who most of you I guarantee have not heard of, was a first round pick of the Spurs sold for $106.50. Moses Moody, who I guarantee a lot of you also have not heard of, sold for $106.50. He's a rookie in Golden State. Uh, The Golden State rookie selected ahead of him, Jonathan Kaminga, sold for $305.99. Now, these are their sticker autos on the Hot Signatures Rookies series. So they're good-looking cards. Um, you had a Jalen Green on card auto go for $938. He was the second overall pick. Joshua Giddy, Rookie Inc., sold for $436. These no bargains, no bargains to be had anywhere near this. Scotty Barnes sold for $290 his rookie ink. These are all out of NBA Hoops. Now, NBA Hoops, as we know, is not at all a high-end release it just happens to be the first release so don't get it twisted now here's to contrast this here's one year later Tyrese Maxi rookies that you can get for between 75 and 150 dollars that also just sold uh yesterday pretty much or within the last week so you these are all for less than 150 dollars all less Basically, than all the ones that I just read off to you. And this is Tyrese Maxey. This is uh, a guy that has already proven that he can be an NBA star. He's uh, two years in with the Philadelphia 76ers, a year and a half in. And uh, he's having an amazing second season. So this is just his second year. And these are higher end releases than hoops. So uh, Mosaic Silver Prism Auto, $93. Mosaic Silver Prism Auto, 87 $87. Uh, Impeccable Stainless Stars Rookie Auto. These are all rookie autos, by the way. So um, the point here is waiting on there to be future releases and then maybe waiting even farther to find a dip in a particular player's pricing. Tyrese Maxey uh, Panini Impeccable Stainless Stars, uh, numbered to 49, best offer accepted for less than $130. Tyrese Maxi Donruss Optic Fast Break Disco Auto, $91. Uh, I mean, here's a best offer accepted on an SGC 9510 Panini Prism Rookie Penmanship Auto for less than $120. So the point is, uh, jumping into the first release, you're gonna way overpay. Um, pricing is going to come down based on um, more hype going to the next release, the future release. And pricing is going to come down based on um, it's not the current rookie class. But that is going to be the best time to buy. So you can apply this to anything. Like the best time to buy a LaMelo Ball rookie is going to be like two years from now. Uh, they're gonna be a, there's going to be a pocket of time in 2024. When, you know, LaMelo's not the hot rookie anymore. You can go back and buy his rookie card. Um, You can probably buy a graded rookie card from LaMelo Ball in 2024 um, for less than what you would buy it now. Um, And the reason being is because, um, you know, other people are going to take the hype away from LaMelo. Now, the good thing is, don't get it twisted, the value on these maxi cards that I'm showing you and the value on the future lamello hypothetical situation that i'm talking about uh they're gonna rise they're gonna rise they're gonna rise based on player performance so there's a time and a place and a way to invest in rookie cards using nba hoop's new release right now as a hot example buyer beware all right so when i got back into the sports card hobby in january 2021 after a 30-year hiatus of buying sports cards, I uh, got back into my vintage stuff, and then I very quickly got into modern stuff. I got into modern basketball, football, baseball, even soccer. And so I feel like I was a little bit duped um, by a lot of the content out there. Um, There's a lot of really good people putting out really good content, but even sometimes those people tend to put out content around what cards have gone up or down in value and so what that does though is it's looking at the past it's saying this is what has just happened and there was really no content out there that i could find that consistently said this is what is going to happen based on xyz factors and so as a result of those factors here's what cards you should buy or better yet here's what players you should invest in and then based on those players, let's break it down even further and say, here's what cards you should avoid based on XYZ factors of those players. But here's what cards you should buy based on ABC factors of those players. And so that's why I created the Sports Card Investment Report at nooffseason.com slash invest. You can go there and for free, you can see my top 15. You can upgrade to get the top 50 along with all of the write-ups, the complete write-ups on the top 50. And so basically what I've done is I've created an investment report of the top 50 players that I believe you should invest in and the reasons why. So when you click into each of their profiles, you can see the full investment report and the cards that you should avoid and the cards that you should invest in and the play that you should make along with them. So there's nothing else out there like this on the market and I want you to check it out. I was offering a free one day trial but I've nixed that and instead what I'm doing is I'm actually allowing you all to make money off of referring people to the Sports Card Investment Report, you can get your own promo code and then you can use your own promo code for that discount. You can share your promo code with everyone else in your network and then they get the discount and you get money back for your referral. So, if you want to make money off of my Sports Card Investment Report and send me customers, you can become an affiliate by going to nooffseason.com/affiliates and fill out the form here. You can watch the video explanation of how it all works, and you can be part of helping me grow the audience and uh, the customer base of the Sports Card Investment Report. Now, this is something that I update consistently, daily, weekly, and uh, it includes all sports, we don't have any TCG stuff. It's just all sports. So right now we're focusing on baseball, basketball, football, soccer. But uh, if we feel like there's investments to be made, uh, and plays to be made in other sports uh, like tennis, golf, F1, you know, we will add them in. And so I really, really want you to check out our sports card investment report at nooffseason.com/invest. There's nothing else like it. It's organized, formatted, ranked. There's logic behind it, and yeah, there's a lot of data out there that can tell you what has happened, but to marry it together with something like the investment report, which will tell you what will happen and how you can make money and why it will happen, pattern recognition, player prospecting, cards to avoid, cards to buy, it's all there in the sports card investment report at nooffseason.com slash invest, and again, to make money off of helping refer people in your network to the Sports Card Investment Report, go to slash affiliates And uh, I'd love it if you drop a comment below or join the Facebook group and let me know what you think. Go to sportscardstrategy.com to join the Facebook group or just drop a comment below in the YouTube and I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> All right, if you go to sportscardstrategy.com, you can click on the links to subscribe to the YouTube channel and join the Facebook group, and that will allow you to drop me a question. You can either comment on a YouTube video with a question or you can uh, drop any question into the Facebook group, Sports Card Strategy, and I will answer and I will likely answer on the show. So let's go to the YouTube channel first, youtube.com slash Paul Hickey. Daniel Cage asked a question about factoring in your eBay profits in terms of um, your taxes. Uh, eBay will be sending a 1099k for 2022. This is for uh, really uh, for 2021 taxes. They're going to be requiring that if you have a uh, $600 or more in sales for the year in 2021, which pretty much anyone would would have that if they sold any cards on eBay in 2021, um, that you have to enter in your EIN number or your social security number. So I had to do this. That means that they're going to be providing you tax documentation and providing tax documentation to the IRS. So this just means that you have to, uh, when you file your taxes, you just have to declare on your additional income declaration form uh, the... The number that you sold, the gross number that you sold on eBay, and and we've heard Mike from Sports Card Nonsense talk about this in just about every episode. Everybody asks it. Um, I think that uh, you know it's something that you absolutely should do. You have to just declare your your amount on your on your tax return, and then you'll be fine. Um, now Daniel also asked about um, when I do my. P and L spreadsheet, my profit and loss, my projections, profit and loss spreadsheet on my investments. That's the video he's commenting on. He's commenting on a video that I did about my NFL RPA flipping and the, the, um, the total uh, amount that I got back. He said, did, did you factor in your eBay, uh, fees into the profit? And I factored in all of the other, all of the other stuff, but not the eBay fees. Um, and so That kind of led me to think, okay, in answering the question about the taxes, the number that I'm going to declare is going to be the total number that was actually deposited in my bank account, right? Because that's the total number that uh, does not include the eBay fees. So you should not have to include the eBay fees in the number that you declare, if that makes sense. but yeah, I, I know that this is the right thing to do. I know that this is the thing that you should do. If you don't do it, I think that, you know, my understanding of the worst case scenario is that you could get audited and then have to pay that money later after the audit as well as some kind of audit penalty. Uh, so I would just go ahead and do it and then sleep well at night and uh, keep keep selling cards, baby. All right. So moving over to the Facebook group, um, Ben Albury asked a great question and then Fred Jensen Answered, Kind of saying, hey, I agree. I'm not really sure where to start with this. And the question is, um, Ben was listening to a recent sports card investor episode, and I I happened to hear this episode myself. And Jeff Wilson was talking about investing in vintage cards. Um, The question is, other than Hall of Famers, how do you find other players um, without really knowing a whole lot about baseball or maybe having followed baseball back in the day? Uh, vintage-wise. And so um, he said, does anyone have any helpful hints about this? I see random raw and graded cards being sold on eBay, but I don't want to buy something I don't know about. I totally get it. I'm the same way with like Pokemon and Fortnite, um, F1. You know, I don't know that much about those kinds of um, situations related to maybe buying and flipping what might be hot. So in terms of the vintage investment, he and Fred uh, Fred Jensen are kind of... Um, wondering the same thing my advice is to go to something like a baseball record book and so baseball-almanac.com is one idea and have some fun doing some research uh look at things like batting average records you know who had the highest batting average in a season and do they have cards you know what do their cards look like What's cool about Baseball Almanac is it shows it by position. And you might think that all of these guys would be no-brainer Hall of Famers, but I don't think they necessarily are, right? Um, So you could find some gems just by going through baseball major league record books. uh, Most seasons with X amount of home runs, right? So uh, it'll break it down for you in terms of uh, most seasons with fifty or more home runs in a career. Um, most seasons with forty or more home runs in a career. Most seasons with thirty or more home runs in a career. Baseball record books are are pretty cool to take a look at, and uh, I think you'll you'll find that you can while you can definitely get lost in the baseball record books, uh, you could find some obscure records or just more actually legit records and find players that you never heard of that may or may not be in the hall of fame and do some research on their cards i think that uh, this is where i would start and i would have fun with it but i think you know the the real answer is that if you don't know about something you have to learn about it you have to do the research i think you guys know that Uh, i'm just pointing you to uh, the spot where i would start i think this could give you an interesting list of names and then you could further your research from there i hope this helps Uh, Thanks for asking your questions, guys, and please continue to ask questions uh, by going to the Facebook group. To join it, go to sportscardstrategy.com and click on join the Facebook group. I'll let you in. I'll answer all your questions uh, or just uh, drop a question on this video uh, on YouTube and I'll answer it too. All right. Every once in a while while I'm doing my research, I come across something that I'd like to share With you, my audience, along the lines of buying cards on StarStock for lower than you can get them on eBay or any other marketplace. And uh, to get a free $10 at StarStock.com, use the promo code NOOFFSEASON, all lowercase. And when you put $10 in for the first time, you'll get a free $10. So that will give you a free $10 at StarStock.com. I'd like to see you do that. And there's a couple different cards that you can buy right now that are cheaper all Told uh than on eBay or any other marketplace. So uh the Trey Young uh 2018 2019 Panini Donruss Optic Basketball PSA 10. You can buy right now for $85. You can avoid shipping and taxes. And that card has sold multiple times this week for upwards of $94. Couple sales of $94, lowest sales, $72. So you'd be in that window, and that's an average sale um, for a buy now. Most recent average sale, $79. So while you would be paying six more dollars on StarStock, you would actually be paying significantly more dollars on eBay or other marketplaces due to the taxes and shipping that you would pay. So that's one StarStock buy of the week. And then the second one is actually a little bit more guaranteed. We've got a guy, Jason Dominguez. And he could be next in the uh, sports card investment report as well at knowoffseason.com slash invest. Look for Jason Dominguez to maybe rise the ranks there. But uh, he was one of the hottest cards uh, last year, Uh, Yankees shortstop prospect. And you can get his Bowman Chrome, his 2020 Bowman Chrome prospects, his Bowman first Chrome prospect card for as low as $119.98 in PSA 10 right now. As of this recording, $119.98, buy it. Don't have to pay shipping or taxes at Starstock uh, versus the recent sales of this card uh, have averaged out to be around $130. So that's an immediate savings of $11. and more, uh, because you wouldn't have to pay the shipping or the taxes, as I mentioned. So these have been my StarStock buys of the week. And I think I might use my StarStock money in my account to uh, buy one of these Jason Dominguez cards. I've already got a Trey Young. Hope this helps you. Again, go to StarStock.com and use the promo code NOOFFSEASON to get a free $10. All right, all right. Thanks again, everybody, for watching and listening to today's show. I am Paul Hickey with NoOffSeason.com. This has been the Sports Card Strategy Show brought to you by MarketMoversApp.com by Sports Card Investor. Go there and save 20% on Market Movers App by using the promo code NOOFFSEASON all lowercase. And don't forget that you can now make money off of our Sports Card Investment Report at NoOffSeason.com slash invest. For anyone that you refer, you can earn 30% of the money that we collect from your referrals. To do this, to get started, go to nooffseason.com slash affiliates. nooffseason.com affiliates to start making money by helping refer people to our sports card investment report. Everybody, I'm Paul Hickey with nooffseason.com. Thanks again for listening to the Sports Card Strategy Show. Have a great day.